Welcome to the Expand with Jenna Brown podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode where I really go deeply into what's been moving through for me. I have a transmission for you that's awaiting that is all about you stepping into your feminine power, you remembering that you are the oracle, you remembering that you are here to build something for the generations to come. We're transitioning from the archetype of maiden into the archetype of mother. That doesn't mean you have to be a physical mother to listen to this recording. If you are a woman, identify as woman, are in a female body, this episode is for you. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Expand with Jenna Brown. I'm excited to be here with you today because... Um, the transmission that I'm bringing through genuinely is like my life transmission. <laughs> it's not just like this one-time hit I got, but truly who I am, who I've always been, what's meant to come through for me in this season. So I'm riffing here. I have no notes. I'm just simply channeling and allowing myself to be the channel. What I really felt come through for me this morning to talk about here on the podcast was about this transition from maiden into mother. So if you follow me on Instagram, I talk about this quite a lot and someone had commented on a reel I did the other day about like talking about the mother and how not everybody wants to be a physical mother and carry children and people have fertility issues and all those things. And I was so grateful for that comment because I was, I was able to then respond back with the education of what I'm talking about (laughs) when I'm talking about the mother. I'm talking about an archetype. I'm not talking about physically bearing children. Although I do believe that those who are able and willing to physically bear children, uh, we somatically carry the archetype of mother in a different, not different way, but just it lands differently uh, in a way that it's like literally written within our somatic codes rather than something we access necessarily outside of ourselves. Um, in my experience working with women who are physical mothers and those who are not physical mothers, when we're not a physical mother, it's like, we have to activate this transmission. I don't want to say outside of ourselves because everything outside of us is really inside of us. Right. Um, but we activate that physical transmission through typically through other people that are bringing their own somatic wisdom to us. And those of us who are physical mothers who have bore children on this planet in this lifetime, it's a remembering that's literally within our own bodies. So I like to describe it as, you know, when we first start waking up to the power of our menstrual cycle as women, I truly believe that's a a reclamation. That's the beginning of the reclamation of the mother, the reclaiming of who I am as woman. um, And also like the healing of the maiden within us. So uh, if you've ever heard me teach on menstrual cycle, maybe you haven't um, truly as a woman, as a female body with female organs, I, the waking up, it's like, I forget it now because it's been so long, but the waking up to the power of the menstrual process was absolutely mind shattering, like not even mind blowing. It was mind shattering to realize that I had been given this internal system, this internal way of operating that no one had ever told me about and that it was actually perfect for me. So I probably learned first about the codes of the menstrual cycle, let's see, probably three years ago now. Yeah, about three years ago now. And um, I had just had my third child and I don't even think I had my menstrual cycle back yet. 
because I was still nursing and postpartum. And I was reading in this book called Do Less by Kate Northrup. I love her. And she introduced me this idea, to this idea of cycle syncing or uh, understanding the wisdom of your feminine cycle. First of all, I was completely disconnected from the moon. I had no idea. Like I had heard that like men are the sun and women are the moon, but I didn't understand what that meant. And if you don't know what that means, I want to explain it to you. So um, men hormonally cycle in their bodies every 24 hours. So they go through an entire hormone cycle every 24 hours. Women go through their hormone cycle every 28 to 30 days based off of their menstrual cycle. The sun, <laughs> ready? The sun goes through its cycle every 24 hours, right? It rises, it's full, it sets, it goes to sleep, and then it rises again. Women, the moon goes through its cycle every 28 to 30 days. And the woman's cycle is completely synced up to the wisdom of the moon. The moon is quite literally our oracle. It's quite literally our picture in nature of the wisdom of our bodies. So just like the moon goes through a, um, a waxing phase where it's, you know, it's completely, when it's a new moon, it's completely blank. It's dark in the sky. That is synced up to when a woman is bleeding. And when we're bleeding, we have the lowest energy in our bodies. When the moon is completely uh, new, meaning it's completely blank. You can't see it in the sky. It is, I mean, it's not blank, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's dark in the sky. We have the lowest energy from the moon, right? The moon, the moon is at its lowest energy. It's a great time for manifesting. It's the most psychic time that we're connected to source, connected to ourselves, connected to our higher selves. And then we have the follicular stage, which is um, in our cycle, the follicular stage, when you're, when your womb is creating essentially that, um, the lining of the womb to have an egg implanted in it. That's what your body's doing in your follicular stage. The hormones in your stage are like in this stage are, uh, very feminine. It's like pushing you more into this estrogen space where you're more, um, very fluid and flowy and more feminine in your life. You're probably wanting to be seen more. You're probably, uh, feeling more creative and expressive, more sexual. And this lines up with the waxing phase of the moon where the moon is starting to wax, meaning you're starting to see it. It's starting to grow in what you see. It's growing in energy. And then when we're at our peak in our cycle, which is when we're ovulating, it's when we're most seen, where we want to put ourselves most out there for that three-ish days uh, window is when we're actually the most fertile right? It's when we can be implanted, uh, to have like, to literally create a fetus. And, um, it is when we are most sexual, most fertile, most wanting to be seen, most playful, most expressive, have the highest amount of energy and same with the moon. It's when the moon is full, right? It's, it's most seen it's, it's most vibrant. It's, it's most powerful energy. And then as the moon begins to wane, that energy is going away. And similar for a woman as she is uh, beginning to prepare for her bleed, right? Because if she's bleeding, she's not pregnant and the, the egg hasn't been implanted. So what's happening is the, the womb lining is beginning to uh, get ready to shed. And what it does is actually getting ready to shed all the toxins that have built in your, been built up in your body in that month. It's getting ready to set, to shed all of the hormonal shit. It's getting ready to shed 
all of the trauma that's been in your body over the last month. And it can be a really jarring process for women who aren't um, consciously in tune with their cycle and syncing their life up with their cycle. Why? Because this is meant to be a very slow period in your life. It's meant to be um, this like 10 to 14 day period is meant to be more calm, more uh, internal and less out like external. It's meant to be more inside of yourself, less outside of yourself. You're meant to be doing more processing. I've noticed that in this phase, it's more masculine in energy, meaning you'll like, if you've ever had a child and you're in nesting energy, I'm usually in nesting phase of my cycle right before I hit my cycle, because my body is like naturally hormonally preparing me to rest, right? Just like how, when you're about to have a baby and you are in this nesting phase, your body is the hormones are naturally preparing you to get everything together. So you can rest and bond with your baby. It's doing the same thing every month in your body. Right. And same with the moon, as the moon begins to wane, that energy is going away, preparing for that new moon where it's nighttime in the sky, the lowest energy that's available to the planet from the moon. Now, if you're listening to this, you're probably more inclined to these types of things anyways, but if you're not, and you're skeptical, that's cool. I mean, it's kind of interesting when skeptics find me, that's fine though. Um, if you already know this, it's always so cool to hear. Cause you're just like, our bodies are literally nuts. Like they're so incredible. The most, the craziest part about this though, to me is that the majority is the majority of women live their lives completely unconscious to this, completely unconscious to, to the fact of we are, we've been told our whole lives to hate our period, to loathe it, to call it the fucking curse. It's not a curse. It's a gift. It's literally a gift, but the reason why it feels like a curse is because women don't know how to honor their cycle because we've been born, bred, raised in a world that is made by men, right? If you think about the workforce, you're meant to be the same person, the same version of you every single day. If you think about like literally anything you watch on TV, anything you're shown in the media, anything that you are programmed with, it is that you better be the same fucking version of yourself every fucking day. If you have a business online, you better be showing up in the same amount of energy every single day. That is because the patriarchy has created our society. Men have created our society in the way that it functions. And to their benefit, they, I mean, to their um, acknowledgement, I guess, they hormonally cycle every every day. So that makes sense for them. They go through a whole cycle in one day. They're the same person every single day, but you probably have noticed that you're not the same person every single day. You're a different version of yourself every fucking day. And the more that you try to live in the paradigm and the consciousness of man, the more you are disconnected from the innate wisdom that you hold in your body, that you've held in your body since you were 10, 11, 12, 13, whenever you started bleeding, that you hold in your literal body that teaches you the cycle of life. Your body, your menstrual cycle holds the codes that you've been looking for in your business, in your life, that where you feel disconnected of what's happening. If you were to consciously connect to what's happening unconsciously, you would realize that you're fucking incredible. You're the moon, babe. The moon is so powerful, right? It controls the ocean, the tides in the ocean which is making up what, not, I don't know what it is, 90% of the earth's surface is, is ocean. I mean, that number might be wrong. I didn't look it up. If the moon is that powerful to control the ocean, 
and you, my friend, are made up of majority water, you don't think the moon is controlling you. You don't think the moon is affecting you. Oh, how fucking stupid we are. How unconscious we are to the fact that the moon is one, it's like controlling the cycles of nature. It's controlling the cycles of creation. Like you're seeing so many animals and all these things. And you're so, you're conscious of that. You're conscious of the fact that sea turtles are going out and hatching on a full moon or whenever they hatch, but you're unconscious. Oh, it is a full moon. So they can see the ocean, right? No one told them that. They just unconsciously are doing that. It's innate. It's primal. The same thing with you, babe. The same thing with you. You innately, primally are connected to the moon, which is shifting the cycles of consciousness of all of creation, of all of humanity every single day, yet you are unconscious to it because no one has ever taught you about the wisdom of your womb, the wisdom of your cycle that is has been going on in you for years. So first and foremost, if that's been like, wow, mind blowing. (laughs) Yay. I love that. There's a way to create your life to, to, we call it cycle syncing, but to essentially curate your life around your cycle. I've been doing this for three years now. So my life is very much attuned to my cycle. My husband knows my cycle. My kids know my cycle. We worship my period around here. My kids are very in tune with the understanding of blood, the power of blood, the power of of, um, the mother, right? Like every single month, and this might blow your mind, but every single month when I am shedding my womb, we as mothers, if you're a mother in your home, right? You are the energy of your home. You are the energy of the home. That's why it's so fucking insane to me that our whole entire patriarchal society has based this like whole entire picture of motherhood being martyrdom, which is false by the way. And we'll get into that in a moment, but you are the energy of your home. If your energy is not pristine, cared for, stewarded, like the, like literally guarded, literally you are the queen of your home. You are literally meant to be worshiped inside of your home. And you some, on some level, you know this, but when that's not happening, right, this is where it costs. So causes so much disconnect from the beauty of family, the beauty of the mother, the beauty of the understanding of who you actually are. Oh God, we're going into it. I just am feeling, I'm feeling all the things you, I don't know if you can see me right now. Uh, you might, if you're on YouTube, but I'm feeling all the activations. Come on, come on. So in my home, right? I am the energy of my home. I am the pulse. I am the nervous system of my home. Not my husband. Those of you who came from fucking religion, my husband is not the nervous system or the pulse of my home. I am (laughs) it me. And I always know what my kids need, what my partner needs, what I need. I always know. I always know what direction we're going in. And it's not a knowing in my head. It's a knowing in my body. It's a feeling in my body. I always know when we're headed into a death cycle. I always know when we're headed into a rebirth cycle, when we're headed into transition, I always know the only reason why people live in suffering is because they refuse to accept and listen to their inner knowing. Why? Because they're terrified of change and they're obsessed with control. The mind is obsessed with control. The ego mind is obsessed with things staying the same, but the truth and the wisdom of the feminine is nothing ever stays the same. The only constant is change. That's it. That's the only constant. Look at nature outside of you. You are nature. Your body is literally nature. If you were tapped in consciously to what is happening in your body, when you're going through your menstrual cycle, if you were tapped in 
to that. You would not fear when you are headed into a death season because you would know that it's required for you to manifest what you actually desire in your life. You can't manifest anything in your life if you're not willing to let things die because it's literally written in the codes of your body. The codes of your womb literally say that in order to have follicular, um, ovulatory, amazing wisdom and expression and sexuality and sensuality, you have to be willing to die every month. But how many women aren't willing to die every month because they've been trained in the, in the psyche by patriarchal consciousness, which says you have to be the same person when you're bleeding and your body, why we stay in turmoil. I don't do this anymore, but why so many women stay in turmoil and suffering is because they treat their body the exact same on the first, second, third, fourth, fifth day of their bleed as they would as when they're ovulating. And then they shame themselves because they're not the same person. They shame themselves because they're emotional four days before you bleed. But how would that change in your consciousness if you knew that why you're emotional before you bleed is because, ready? Are you ready for it? You are the fucking oracle. You are the oracle. And everything that's happening in your home that month, whatever happened in your home, you literally bring it into your body, into your tissue, into your womb, and then you shed it out and bleed it out on behalf of your family. I want you to just sit with that for a moment. And I want you to think about how disconnected it's okay. If this brings tears to your eyes, if it brings anger to you that you didn't know this, or maybe you're just like, hell yeah, preach it sister. Like wherever we are, I accept you wherever you are in this journey, but I can't go on without telling you this, that you are literally creator. You are literally creator. It's not an imagination thing. It's not even an archetype. You literally are. I, as a mother, have held three children in my womb. Three children have came through my physical body, my physical vessel, through my body and into the world. I, as a woman, have a womb that literally is a portal. It's literally a portal. It's not a, a joke or like this metaphysical. It's literally a portal that can knit together a human being <laughs> a human, a whole fucking human. And it can bring a soul and a spirit into the 3D plane. My body, my womb, the feminine female body, we'll say that the female body, the female organs are the only <laughs> thing that can do that. That can bring a spirit that can bring a soul into this 3D plane. Do you understand that? Like, is it hitting you of how powerful you actually are? And wouldn't it make so much sense if everyone else knows this, but they keep you unconscious to the power that's literally in your physical body? Wouldn't it make sense that every single person around you on, on in the media, the powers that be, that they would keep you so illusioned to think that your body is awful. Like think about how much programming goes into hatred of women's bodies. So just think about it. How many men, like, does that really happen for men? Of course it does on some level, but I'm saying like, y'all like fucking think about that. How many avenues have you been told to hate your body, to hate your period, to hate your, um, your emotions. However, wouldn't it make sense that you've been taught that so you could stay unconscious to the fact that you are literally fucking creator and you literally have every single code that you need within your body 
It's not something you need to go outside of yourself for. It's literally in your body. Like you've just been unconscious to it your whole life. That's mind-blowing. So as we transition from maiden, the archetype of maiden is the young, innocent, playful, childish one of us that doesn't feel like the responsibility or weight of the world. This happens a lot in the online space. Those of you who are building businesses or watching people build businesses or just online, like because I work on right now, (laughs) right now I've been working online. Um, But it happens a lot in this space of like, I'm in it for myself which is a natural part of the process, actually. A natural part of the process of the evolution of woman woman is to be in this like really stunted, um, like two ways, really stunted maiden. So this aspect of like, I'm the victim of everything that happens to me, right? That would be like a, a very, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like a destructive version of maiden of I'm the victim, everything's happening to me right? Not for me, everything's happening to me. And then when we shift out of that into conscious maiden and, and we begin to heal and empower that maiden within us, we begin to be like, I can have whatever the hell I want, (laughs) right? This is when we start our manifestation journey. This is when we start reclaiming our sexuality. This is when we start reclaiming our womb. This is when we start reclaiming our power. This is when we step into the maiden is we're like, I'm going to have everything I want. And it's a beautiful part of the process. For me, where I am currently and where I'm shepherding, leading people, women into is the heart of the mother. So the, the unconscious, uh, destructive version of mother is martyr, right? And if you look around you, maybe your mother, maybe your grandmother, most mothers that I was aware of that ever I knew are stuck in this unconscious, destructive version of mother, which is I'm the martyr. Everything is happening to me. I exist to essentially serve everyone around me, but with nothing in return, I am like, like literally our whole entire society praises this. Like when women die and like at their funeral is like, she never thought about anybody or she never thought about herself. She always just helped everybody else. Like that's not fucking healthy. Okay. Like it's not healthy for us to praise our mothers because they never thought about themselves. That's actually super destructive. Um, and it actually is like right on the pedestal of what they've put in front of us of like, this is what is praiseworthy in a woman is to be this martyr figure. That's like, I don't care about myself. I just serve the world around me. Like mother Teresa on steroids. Right. I know because I literally was her like quite literally was her. So if you don't know much about my backstory, I started and ran a nonprofit after I became a a mom uh, for the first time for five years. I started a nonprofit for mothers, serving mothers, serving families, and it was very successful. Like we served hundreds locally, thousands online. um, And it was this beautiful space of women coming together, families coming together to serve that transition from really from maiden into mother. But because still I unconsciously was in this destructive version of mother, um, the wounded mother, right? I was still operating out of, I'm everyone's savior, right? And I don't do anything for myself and I just do everything for everyone else. And that led me on my journey, if you've ever heard it, to extreme burnout where I almost died. I almost died pregnant with my third child. She was seven weeks utero and um, we went, I went septic and we survived, which is a crazy miracle. And after that, I ended up quitting everything. I literally destroyed my whole life. I blew it up. 
like on purpose. I blew up my whole entire life because it was fucking insane. My whole life, my whole identity was built on. I am this good girl. I'm serving everyone. I'm this amazing servant Christian woman. And I had to blow it up. It all had to die. It all died. Like quite literally every friendship, pretty much every single relationship I had, every accolade I'd ever been given. And then not to mention, I walked away from religion. So that was fun. Um, you can hear more of that story in episode one, if you want to hear more about that story. Uh, so anyways, as I've transitioned, even in my business, my own journey, uh, really my like reclamation of wealth was very much this maiden voyage for me of like, I get to have everything I want. I get to have it. It gets to be mine. And it's been so fun and so beautiful. And then now what's happening in me is I've been reclaiming this archetype of mother, like this really healthy mother. Um, and then when I say mother, I'm not saying just like in my home, of course, this is happening in my home, but it's happening in this place of my heart with my clients, with those who I serve with you that are listening, the people that I'm leading, the people that will follow me, the people that will be involved in the visions that I have. It's this aspect of understanding, like, I don't want it unless you also get it too. Me as an unhealthy mother for my children, if I was like so stuck in wounded, wounded maiden, I would say like, I am, I'm in it for myself, kids. Like I'm going to get it for myself, but you're not going to get anything. But me as a reclaimed maiden, as the reclaimed mother, I look at everything generational. This is funny because I brought up like stories from the Bible recently and like podcasts and teachings, but I'm like, am I really doing this? Um, I think the Bible's incredible was book of wisdom. I don't think it's like the word of God that is like the book we should live by or something, but I think there's incredible stories of wisdom in there. And I can't remember the story, which I should probably look up these things, but I'm, I'm channeling. So who the fuck cares? But there's a story somewhere in the old Testament where this dude plants a tree for his grandkids, like for the generations to come. And I've always loved that story, even though I can't remember who, who it is or what the story was really, but you can look it up, I guess, or just take my word for it. He plants this tree with the vision of the people that will use it for shade in the years to come. And that is a picture. That is a picture for me of the most developed wise mother that could exist is she's living her life now. And I'm not just saying if you're only like a physical mother, I'm saying the mother archetype, as you embrace the mother archetype, when you move past the, I'm only in this for me, right? And into the heart of the mother, you're going to realize that you start to think more long-term. You think longevity. You don't think necessarily what's in it for me, although that matters, but you're more thinking like, how is this providing shade for my children, for my grandchildren, for the years to come? How is this providing protection, support, education, transformation, healing for my clients, for my clients' clients, for the generations to come in this sphere, right? The vision of the divine mother really goes beyond right now. It's operating in the quantum. It's operating as creator. It's operating in this space of integrity that says, I've seen what I can, I've seen. <laughs> I can't unsee it. And I have to shift things for those who are going to come after me. I have to plant trees that maybe right now I won't see the, the fruit of it. Maybe right now I won't experience the shade of it, but I'm not planting it for me to have the shade. I'm planting it for the generations after me to have the shade. Does that make sense? So right now where I'm at and how this applies for me in my life, my business, for you, for your life, for your business, whoever are, whoever you are, wherever you are, 
is a transition is happening in the consciousness of the collective. So when I say that you have your own consciousness, right? Like you have your own state that you're evolving in consciousness, but there's a conscious collective, meaning like we all have a consciousness. We're all one, right? And we all go through things at the same time. That is a collective thing. And right now on a collective level, we're all moving from maiden into mother. And as we move into mother, we're going to start thinking like the mother. We're going to start thinking more long-term. We're going to start thinking beyond ourselves and about our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. And we're going to start thinking about our clients and our clients' clients and our clients' 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 clients and those who are going to come after us in this sphere wherever you're at. So for me, what happened, (laughs) I've been on this wild journey of activation uh, really for probably about three months or probably longer than that, let's be honest, uh, like my whole life of remembering this aspect of when I was running the nonprofit of this part of my heart to do things together, right? I started a nonprofit because I had this vision. I started this nonprofit by having mothers in my home, in my living room. And I saw all of them gathering together and I saw a need and I wanted to create a space for the need to be met. And I wanted, I had this vision of having a building where all of these mothers and young moms could come and gather and be nurtured and nourished and have community with one another. And I did it. (laughs) I created the whole thing, like the whole thing, but I didn't do it by myself. I did it with other people. And, and I've been on this healing journey myself over the last three years after leaving religion and being burned in my opinion of like, just really intense, like really fucking intense conversations and breaks in relationship and things that have happened along the way that I really found myself needing to to seclude and really needing to create such strong boundaries that like honestly became walls in a lot of ways that no one could break through or penetrate through. But it's undeniable that the mother will fucking grab you and remind you who you, who you are, because that's what mothers do. And the heart of the mother, the divine mother, the divine mother consciousness reminded me, has been reminding me of who I am, has been whispering slash yelling in my ear, like Jenna, remember who you are. You came here to lead a generation of women, a generation of women who are going, some of them will have families, some of them will have online families, some of them will whatever, but you came here to be a leader, to move people beyond the slavery that they put themselves in and move them into a state of understanding their own sovereignty, their own creatorship, their own ability to create and experience and ultimately have abundance with each other. So I've been asking questions like, what does that look like? And one of the biggest realizations for me, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen this is I found it so fucking weird as a business coach that we're all, (laughs) that we're all teaching women how to build businesses online, right? Because that's the only thing our consciousness has like experienced so far as a collective is like, you build a business online. And this is how you do it. You do it on Instagram and you have your own profile. And then like everyone thinks you're amazing and the popular girl in school. And then they give you their money and whatever. And I don't care how you cut it. Like I've, I've done business in like a more masculine way. I've done it in a more feminine way, but regardless of whatever it is, you're still selling an illusion, right? Like maybe you don't think that, but for me, I've really come to the conclusion and my truth has been Like I've been part of selling an illusion. Like if I sell the energetics of something that I'm experiencing, which is true for me, the the energetics that I'm experiencing are true. (laughs) 
I experienced time freedom. I experienced financial freedom. I experienced energetic freedom. But when I'm selling the vision of that, right? Or I'm selling the illusion of that, it felt, it started to feel gross to me that um, that's what I was doing. (laughs) It started to feel inauthentic for me to sell an energetic, although I realized everything is energy because I desired more. I heard this said on someone's stories, like not too long ago about how women, like we, sometimes we just need to build something one way. So we know that we can do it. And then once we've done it, we're like, all right, I've done it that way. I'm ready to move on. And that's how I've been with, with building a business online and specifically with Instagram. Cause that's my main space of communication. Uh, well, it was, um, until recently. And <laughs> I just realized like, it feels like a ton of work, not for me, but I mean, okay. I'm a manifesting generator. So like, I'm great. I like speaking online and all these things, but this picture that we were given of like, everyone has to have their own thing. And this is the only way you can build yourself to a million dollars is to have your own business, have it on Instagram, be the most liked popular person on Instagram, not even like for likes and comments, but like, you have to have the greatest shit. You have to be the most like up on your game. And essentially you have to be a really good fucking marketer. Like if you don't know, I've talked about this multiple times, but like to have an online business, you one have to be a healer if you're in the healing space. And two, you have to be an incredible marketer. And for a lot of people who really are healers, we find a lot of tension in our bodies around marketing because so much of it is fucking slimy as hell. And so much of it is actually causing fear-driven decisions, right? And ego-based decisions. So when you're trying to move clients, like, cause you actually care and love your clients, when you're trying to move them out of a space of, um, dysfunction and nervous system dysregulation, but yet you're like only shown one way of selling and one way of operating. It's a very jarring for your nervous system. What I've experienced is, as wisdom along the way is, <laughs> is that when you actually do what you say you're going to do. So like, I love to hold space for my clients, nervous systems to heal for their inner wounds to heal, for those performance wounds to heal. When you actually do that, people literally do not resonate with social media business, like at all. Me being one of them. Where I was like, if we're really going to teach people how to regulate their nervous systems, but then at the end of the day, we're going to send them onto this app to build their business, which dysregulates their nervous system and also their clients' nervous systems. Like, what is our level of integrity? What tree are we planting? What fucking tree are we planting? And that has been my question of what tree are we planting? And then vice versa. Why are we expecting once again, just like men, just like the hierarchy, not like all men, but I'm saying like patriarchal, patriarchal society says you have to build, right? Like the picture of the hierarchy is like build everything up to go to this one person at the top. So we see in religion, that's what we see like with gurus, with pastors, with whoever, like shamans like that's what we have seen that's the only model we've seen is like you come to the person at the top i am here to create a different model on planet earth in this lifetime i've already done it once but i'm doing it again <laughs> yay where it's not me at the top of this pyramid as the be all know all but it's us as people who are leading a movement together and the funny thing is is actually the powers that be i'm using air quotes take away, take, get our power. When we live in this state of isolation and when we live in this state of it's me for myself, right? But when we move into a state of it's us for all, we win the whole fucking game. 
we've finally stepped into abundance. I truly believe that the women that maybe you see on social media that are um, like doing incredible for themselves and experiencing a lot of wealth and a lot of abundance in their own lives, there is a level and just trust me, (laughs) there is a level of abundance that they have not yet received because it's still them at the top of the hierarchy. I've experienced, I've experienced it. I've experienced building a six-figure business, almost multi-six-figure business with me at the top of the pyramid. And it was great. I've experienced levels of wealth in my life in different areas that I have never experienced before. However, my soul kept pushing me to this space of like, remember, 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 you are meant to do this with other people. It wasn't meant to be just the Jenna show, although I'm sure I'll be a face in many ways, shapes and forms. So the transmission that I have coming through for me, for you, is to ask yourself if things have not been resonating the same way that they once were, what if you're not wrong? First and foremost, what if you're actually leading the new paradigm, which you say you are, but the consciousness so far has only understood leading the new paradigm. I'm using air quotes in the context of social media, online business. And that's great for some people. I read a, I read a thing the other day that was like, some people are meant to exist within the current consciousness and other people are meant to exist outside of it. I am the second. I am meant to live outside of the existing consciousness. And I'm always meant to bring people out into the wilderness with me as we start to find our own new paradigm and create our own new way. So I've been asking myself those questions. I've had so many people come to me asking those exact same questions. I'm talking seven figure earners, six figure earners, zero figure earners that have come to me that are feeling the exact same thing, which tells me it's a collective thing happening right now. As we transition and move from maiden into mother, we're moving into the heart of community. We're moving into the heart of collective. We're moving into the heart of I exist. Absolutely. But we exist. And there is no abundance no any longer in my body that doesn't include the we. And for a long time, that scared me. I like have felt this for a long time. But that scared me because of everything I went through with the nonprofit. It scared me because of all of those relationships that hurt so deeply and so badly to walk away from leaving religion. But through my own bravery and my own being like, no, this is my path. This is my soul's path. I know without a doubt, this is my soul's path that I am here to lead, to be a part of leading a new paradigm in a new way. And my new way, which I'm assuming you resonate with too, our new way is that there is no longer winning or abundance for one, if it doesn't include the all. And I think that that's the heart of the mother in general, me being a mother of three children physically, if I were to say like, Oh, did a good job with one, but the other two are like totally fucked up. I wouldn't feel the state of abundance that I feel when I look at all three of my children and in their own way, they're experiencing their own wealth in their lives, their own abundance in their bodies. And when they feel safe inside of their bodies, that's like the number one element of wealth that I could ever experience is like, I'm doing such a good job because my children feel safe in their bodies. My children feel safe in our family. The funny thing is the fucking most hilarious thing is, is every person is after this money, right? Which is hilarious because money is an illusion. If you don't know this already, this is a whole nother training, but money is an illusion. 
It's a feeling that we desire that we assume is going to come when we have more money. I know this because I've done that and I've got more money and still had the same exact fucking feeling of I need more, I need more, I need more, I need more. And why we need more, 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 more is because we're addicted to this identity of a person that doesn't feel safe in their current reality. Abundance actually has nothing to do with money. However, money is a byproduct product of the abundance that you feel you're worthy of having. Abundance, true abundance that everybody is looking for is safety in their bodies, freedom in their expression and in their life, and the ability to experience whatever it is that they want to experience on planet earth. I have chosen that I want to experience abundance with you. I have chosen that I want to experience abundance with my people. I want you to know that I literally love you. I love, like, I am such a person. Um, it's funny because my daughter is also autistic and neurodivergent and she would never tell you, like, she wouldn't just tell everyone she loves them. <laughs> if you know her, you know what I'm talking about, but, um, the way she loves is so special and it's so deep. It's like almost, I can tell she loves people so deeply that she shuts herself off from it. And I can tell that because I'm that way. I love people so deeply that I have to shut myself off from it at times because I'm scared of getting hurt. And I've just come to a point in my life where I'm like, I didn't almost just die fucking twice in my twenties and come back to life and experience all this crazy shit that I've experienced in my life to just be like, let me build a business like everybody else on Instagram. And let me do something that doesn't also include you and your families and your children and your grandchildren. Like, no bitch, I came here for abundance for us all, not just me. And when I say abundance, I'm not just talking about money, although that will be there. I'm talking about land. I'm talking about like wealth from the land, from experiencing the land. And the things that I have coming through are gonna blow your mind. But baby, I'm here for it. And I've accepted the mission. I've accepted the call. You hear it? All my soul family, all my ancestors, they're like, yay. And I'm inviting you into that with me. I truly am. I'm truly inviting you into that with me. If this resonates with you and you're listening, please let me know. Whenever you do that, it means so much to me when you guys message me and tell me how much the podcasts are resonating with you, the things that you've learned from them. But I would like to invite you to come with me into this activation, into the heart of the mother, into the divine mother, the divine remembering of who you are. It's going to look different for all of us because we're all in different spaces of this path. But I want you to know that things have been feeling weird or not resonating for a reason because you're transitioning, you're being activated into a whole new expression of yourself. I'd like to invite you um, in the link in the comments below. There's a link that you can purchase the meditation, the subconscious process that essentially allows you to subconsciously feel safe to move from maiden into mother into this embracing of who you truly are, into this aspect of you that plants the tree for generations to come, even if you don't experience the fruit of it right now and the wisdom and the beauty that that is to be that person. You get to be that person right now for the generations to come. So I invite you to take a look at that link, to purchase it if it calls to you and to let me know how it goes for you um, as you have done that. This has been so incredible to be here with you. I know that you are probably like expecting like so much more of this, which you will get, I promise, because this is just the energy that I'm swimming in every day now. Um, the energy that I've always been in, but I've like, yeah, like shut it off at times because it's been overwhelming. 
to have the thoughts or have the questions that I have always had, but I'm no longer afraid of them. And I, I want to share them with you and invite you into that process of my own and invite you into your own process of disconnecting from maybe that martyr identity, maybe the victim maiden uh, identity into I'm creator. <laughs> like I'm literally a portal. I'm literally an Oracle. I know the right way. You always know. We just shut ourselves off from our inner knowing. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day, wherever you are. I love you so much. Have a great day.